Sports Talk New York with your hosts, Mark Rosenman and A.J. Carter. Sports Talk New York is sponsored in part by Prince Associates for all your insurance needs, the Phoenix Tube Company, the law firm of Declator Cohen and DePrisco, Solomon Jewelers, and General Needs Charity, serving our homeless veterans with dignity. And now, here are your hosts, Mark and A.J. Joining us now is a man who is currently appearing in his first Broadway musical where he gives a hilarious, endearing, and scene-stealing featured performance as Max Van Horn in Tootsie. Prior to that, he's had many roles in TV and film, including one of your favorite films, AJ, Wolf of Wall Street, one of my favorite TV shows, Law and Order, another one of my guilty pleasure well, you, you TV shows, Riverdale. Any actor in New York City who has not appeared in, in Law and Order. Order is not an actor, not actor right? right. I, I think Ryan has appeared in Law and Order. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and interesting, this is something we're, we're going to have to talk to as well. He also studying, uh, studied and practiced the low-flying trapeze since 2003. It is an absolute pleasure to welcome John Bellman to 540 AM Sports Talk New York. Welcome, John. Hey, y'all. Glad, glad to be here. <laughs> you know, you're born in St. Louis, Missouri, and, and I've heard you say this. You grew up, as you put it, in a very Fisher-Price Jobs-type family, like lawyers, doctors, businessmen, etc. So how did you come to acting, and who were some of the actors that inspired you to want to become an actor? Well, I mean, the idea of acting as a kid was absurd to me. My dad's a lawyer. My mom was mostly a mom. My, my family all have, as you kind of you know, heard me say, Fisher-Price jobs, you know, cops. <laughs> businessmen, farmers, etc. So, like, uh, uh, I did acting uh, things in high school, and then it wasn't until late college when someone kind of assumed I was going to be a professional actor. I was a political scientist, French major, because my parents were freaked out about me being an actor professionally. So, like, that never crossed my mind until uh, later on. And so, uh, yeah, so, like, to see, like, I, I thought you had to be someone's famous kid to be an actor. So to be here now is, is really, like, it blew my mind as much as it blows, you know, the people that I grew up with. Yeah, there are a couple of things I find ironic uh, about your role, because the first role you ever played was in Romeo and Juliet in high school, where you played the prince. All these years later, now you're playing an actor playing Romeo's brother on Broadway. So what do you remember about that first performance ever in front of a, a live audience all those years back in high school? Oh, my God. Well, first of all, I got into that show because my friend Matt, who I'm still friends with, who lives in New York now from Texas, uh, he, we auditioned for that show because he convinced us to, because his brother had been in theater. And uh, then we showed up the audition, and Matt never did. So me and my other friend were in the show. I played the prince. Suddenly, I'm now an actor for life. But it's, uh, it's it, there's quotes. I actually say a line as Max in the show that I said in my very first performance in high school ever as the prince in Romeo and Juliet. So uh, it's, a, it's a real, like, uh, you know, 20 years later coming back around. It's amazing. And, and one of the other things which, you know, have to, to me has to be one of those, you know, wow moments for you is that in Tootsie, it wasn't until Dorothy Michaels saw something in Max that he really truly believed that he could be a serious actor. Now, I read somewhere that you had a real-life moment like that when someone, as you mentioned, assumed that you were a professional actor and treated you as such, and that's when that idea, you know, became a reality for you. When you do that scene with Dorothy where she believes in you, do you channel that moment where someone else truly believed in you? Yeah, I mean, that was really, like, the, that, that's kind of how it happened for me. There was a, uh, like, as I kind of said, like, in college, there was a girl who said to me, like, oh, yeah, well, you're going to be a professional actor and move to New York, and, and I was like, whoa, 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 wait, back up a minute, what was that? 
<laughs> and uh, and she kind of said it again, and I was like, that, that sounds preposterous. Who's a who's a professional actor in New York? Not anyone I know. And uh, and so that little act of that then started me kind of down this investigative path of like, how, how do how do you become an actor in New York if you're not, you know, Tori Spelling or something? <laughs> I'm, it's a slightly dated reference, but you know, you get my point. And uh, uh, so then I like you know decided to go to to school for acting and, and just called my friend who was in these undergraduate programs and were like, oh yeah, this is the good grad schools to go to for acting. And I, I asked him which ones were good and I applied to all of them overnight, got into a couple of them, went to a great school and like that was my track being an actor. It was a really fast, backwards way of walking into it. Listen, Tori Spelling's not that dated. If it was AJ and I, our form of reference, it probably would have been, you know, uh, Peter DeLuise or one of the Van Patten. So I, I think you're okay with Tori Spelling. Okay, okay good, good to know. Good to know. I know my audience. Here. There you nice. go. Uh, you're cast in the role of Max Van Horn, which is a new character in the musical that wasn't in the film. The other roles obviously come in with some built-in audience recognition. And even though the film is from 1982, lots of people coming to see it are very familiar with the movie. Is it more challenging creating a character from scratch or playing someone that has, uh, you know, the audience already has a thought in their head, such as Santino Fontana having to deal with people comparing his Dorothy Michaels to that of Dustin Hoffman in the film? Yeah, a little, little bit of column A, a little bit of column B. It's great to be, I'm the only character that's not right. in the movie, which is a great relief. I mean, Tootsie is a famous movie that a lot of people love, so to come in and and be instantly compared to an actor that is an icon in our culture is is a little brutal. So uh, giving a great performance. So like for me, I got to come in and, and have all of that be free. I get to be a nice, weird surprise at the end of it. So and I you know I don't enter for 20 minutes into the show. The whole thing is built up so that you already like the show or you don't. So like I get to come in and I'm just the dessert and it's great. So I really really do. I love being able to create something new. And, like, I think they did a great job of reinventing all the characters, but mine in particular, you couldn't help but reinvent because it was, it was you know, a whole new thing. So I'm, uh, I'm thrilled for it. It's actually it's a great blessing to be able to be the new thing. You know, anyone that's asked me about the play, I tell them that, for me, it's got this somewhat of a Mel Brooks vibe to it, which is, is pretty cool. But the one thing that I noticed that I, I've raved about to every single person that asked me about it is I was so impressed by the casting of it. I thought that every single person was spot on in their role. But even more than that, together, I thought the comedic timing for everyone, I including you know, Dorothy's agent, just, just a, a, a door opening, yeah, just the yeah, door opening yeah. was just so spot-on perfect. I'm wondering how much work, you know, sometimes that's just organic and it's a group of people, and sometimes it just takes a lot of work for that to happen. Which of the two were, obviously a lot of people will say, well, it's a combination of the two, but it, it was so evident. It was so over yeah. the top that the timing was so perfect. What do you attribute that to? I mean, I think that, first of all, the credit goes to Scott Ellis, our director, who has an incredible knack for bringing in great people and people that are, like, you know, I, he, he can make a, a hell of a group. And because, really, the, the weird truth is, which is not always the case, we all got along from day one. We knew that these parts were great, that these, like, we, the stuff we had to do was really fun. Everyone got the great moments and great stuff. And this is the funniest group of people on the whole per capita that I think I have maybe ever worked with. So like, and, and 
to give those people just a little bit of meat to chew on is so great, and everyone takes full advantage of it. But it, like, it really, really is. Uh, it was there from day one, and like, you can't really fake that stuff. We all get along off stage. We all still hang out. We all still, you know, we're all really tight friends. Yeah, it truly is. Is you know, I've seen a lot of comedies on Broadway, and you know, a lot of them are funny, but like the the timing was just impeccable. It was unbelievable. Yeah. You know, yeah, I think we're funny, but we're not like musical funny. We're funny funny. Right, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, as an actor who's been the face of many commercial campaigns, such as Dairy Queen, Dish Network, Ed Shaving Gel, how much did you relate to Michael Dorsey's struggle getting acting work, which also included getting fired over a portrayal of tomatoes in a commercial? Oh, my. Every actor <laughs> in this city can relate to that struggle. There are so many... There's so many, like, ludicrous situations you're put in as an actor where you, you don't know if you should be bringing all this training that you have into the equation. Are they just looking for a tomato that, you know, like, it's all nonsense. So, like, to, the act of getting work, if you've made it to Broadway at all, you've already beaten the game. And it only, uh, it, it's, it's I, I can relate to it deeply, 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 just like every actor in the city. That like we're constantly asked to do ludicrous things for weird reasons, often for money, often for art. Who knows? And like, not always do the two meet. So it's uh, it's it's a really I think relatable story for anyone, honestly, that has struggled to, you know, find their way in their career or whatever. But certainly as an actor in New York, it's you're going to see some part of that story in your life all over. And the interesting thing is, now with YouTube, you can go and find certain things. Now, the, the Dairy Queen campaign took on a life of its own. And I, I when I got in, I right. said, AJ, you have to watch this. The Dairy Queen commercial with Mary Lou Retton uh, in the pinata. Yeah. Uh, you know, as a serious actor now who's on Broadway, when you look back on that, where, you know, maybe, obviously, with the amount of people that take in Broadway these days, that Dairy Queen commercial has been viewed a lot more than people are going to see you on Broadway. How do you walk that fine line? Like, is that frustrating in the sense that more people might know you from you know, hitting a pinata where Mary Lou Retton falls out of that pinata as opposed to the terrific job you did on Broadway? Well, I mean, if you're lucky enough to be known for anything, you're already way lucky. So if, if somebody knows me from a Dairy Queen commercial, great. If you know me from a Broadway musical, great. If you know me from like some obscure play that I did, it's, it's really... Uh, as a performer, you always want to be known for the things that you feel proud of. And luckily for me, particularly those Dairy Queen commercials were really strange and, yeah. and weird and very actor-driven, even though they were kind of, you know, they're commercials for a fast food chain. So, like, there's only a certain amount of, you know, uh, leeway you have there. But, like, to be known for those, I'm fine with just in the way that, like, yeah, maybe it's a bummer to get pigeonholed for the most famous role you've ever had. But still, hopefully it's a good role, and that means people responded to it. And uh, it's... It's, it's interesting to meet people in my life, frankly, that they know me from different things, and it kind of reveals a little bit about who they are and what they watch and what, uh, what parts of the entertainment industry they pick up. Are they TV guys, theater guys, commercial people, whatever? But it's, uh, yeah, all, all of it's good. Well, good to be known. Good those, to be seen. Those two Sonic guys are like very right. well known improv guys, and yet yes, they are like. So, does it ever <laughs> worry you if you got if you got something like, well, we're thinking it was Justin Guarini with the Dr Pepper commercial. Well, he, the, did the broad, he did a Broadway. He did a Broadway show. show that you get so right. typecast from the commercial that you won't get work elsewhere. 
Well, I mean, it can, but like, you know, in the end, like, we're also people that need to eat and pay your rent. So, like, you know, you do the things and, and you hope it's good work. And if you do good stuff, then, like, great. Like, keep a. Uh, I, I think it really, I, I've been really happy with in my life and my career how I've been able to kind of bounce around and do different stuff. And if you get the chance, I mean, it's why theater is so great. You get to be something totally different than what you are. I mean, I'm not a, a dumb reality show star. So it's a really great uh, chance for me to, like, play a, a dumb guy. Like, you know, I, I've got an MFA and a, and a BA from a fancy private school in the Northeast. So, like, to be able to be the guy that chose to go on the kind of bachelor equivalent is really <laughs> fun. So, like, all that stuff is great. So Variety this, is really key. So this is primarily a sports show, so I have to ask you about this one. Um, you starred in a musical stage production of Bull Durham uh, based on the oh. 1988 film, mm-hmm. which Sports Illustrated proclaimed the number one sports movie of all time. I, I love Bull Durham, so let, okay. let, let's. Right. I, I'm not trashing Bull Durham. Number one of all time, uh, Raging Bull, but I can't see. I have many other ones. I, I, I can't ahead. see Raging movie. Bull as a musical because Major the League scene with awesome. Yo, you effed my wife yeah. would be a very interesting yeah. song. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, Field of Dreams, I think, also lends itself maybe to a musical. But tell us about this, and do you think that we will see Bull Durham on Broadway? Oh, baby, I sure hope so. It is, that is maybe the role that I am the most proud of in my whole life, and the thing that I've gotten to do. Ron Shelton, the guy who wrote and directed Booby, who is like himself a, a legit minor league ball player, um, who, who was like a saint among ball players. I mean, like we, would, we did the show in Atlanta years ago, and we got to go train with the minor league team and even the, the Braves themselves down in Atlanta, and when you walk into a bullpen or like a, a dugout, whatever, with Ron, it, it's like walking in with the president. I mean, he's, he's like a legend among these guys, and so his, he's the guy still writing the script. The music by Susan Warner is so, so great, it's totally original, and the story has like been you know, updated somewhat, but it's still the, like, the same story that we all know and love. That is the thing that I hope, I hope, I hope it's coming. There's, you know, they still need probably to raise some dough, so if somebody's got some dough going around, great. Like, call, call up the radio station. I'm sure there's somebody that can guide you to an investor. But, like, the show is excellent. And maybe the thing I'm most proud of in playing that that part as, uh, as Nuke Lelouch, I mean, good golly, what a gift. Wow. That, that, see, that obviously has a built-in audience as well. I mean, it's a cult yeah. film that yeah. people will go yeah. to. And, and that's what Broadway is these days. It needs some hook. So, 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 who, so who would make it, do you think, in the Susan Sarandon part? Who would you like to see play that on Broadway? Well, no, we've got it. We've there's uh, Carmen Cusack is a, a great actress. She's uh, played it the most recently. She, oh my God, guys, she was in a Bright Star, which is a Broadway musical that was on a few a yeah. uh, little bit ago. She's in this upcoming um, Mr. Rogers Tom Hanks movie. Okay, she's excellent. Okay. Like you, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, it's, it's like talk about shoes to fill. Jeez, Cusack. Yeah. So, is it? No, it's like not that. Really okay. like, it's really, really. Uh, I think they've got a, a hell of a thing on their hand, and I, I really hope it happens because, man, that that is the thing that I would love to do more than anything. Me too. Listen, uh, you, listen, you're talking to a guy who ran to see Rocky on Broadway, so obviously yeah, uh, I'm all over yeah. this, what, it, what makes it. Continuing on with the sports theme, okay, this, I told AJ, we got to ask because this is yeah. right up AJ and my alley. This like how sort of we did not know about this and how we did not go to this is beyond me. So you're one of the founders of Flight or Fight Theater, which is a trapeze theater company doing aerial shows of now, telling say, stories. Say that a little more slowly for our audience. Uh-huh. Flight 
right. or fight theater. Fight or flight, yes. Or which is a trapeze theater company. Now stop. A what? Wait, trapeze, let me okay, go theater on. company <laughs> doing aerial yeah. shows of telling stories while on the trapeze. And this is where I, I told AJ, I said, how did we not know about this? You guys actually did a retelling of Top Gun in 10 minutes while on the trapeze. So this sounds This sounds totally like a Saturday amazing. Night Live sketch. <laughs> this, it really does. Yeah. Right. So tell us maybe, about this. Maybe our biggest production, though, today was a few years ago. We did a full-scale, full-length version of a retelling of Jaws. <laughs> wow. On okay. the trapeze. And it's Shark Week, so, so that, we got to right. get that yes. going. <laughs> it's and and, and yeah. how do you get yeah. Bruce the I mean, Shark on a trapeze? Right. <laughs> yeah. When we did the, it was the 40th anniversary, I think, of the movie in 2015, <laughs> I guess. And, uh, yeah, Fight or Flight Theater. And, and I started that in grad school. I trained in the trapeze. And then some friends of mine and I kept doing it in New York. And, and you know, we weren't really fit for these kind of dance trapeze shows. So we started to like, well, let's make some plays on trapeze. We did Top Gun. We did some stuff about, you know, some other weird stuff. We were always a weird fit. And we're like, let's do our own thing. So now suddenly we're retelling Jaws in the trapeze. The whole back half is floating in the air. The orca is all done in the air, which is crazy. <laughs> So uh, it's really like that. That's another thing that, like, you know, having made it from the ground up with these great, great dudes that, you know, can do trapeze, can act, can make comedy. It's, you know, it's a kind of a parody show. I mean, what are you going to do, trap Jaws and trapeze and not have it be funny? No. <laughs> right. So, so, uh, so now that you're on Broadway, are people still doing I, I need to go see this. Is it still going on or what's going on? With, well, you know, we, we did a run of it a few years ago. I almost did a run of it right before I started Tootsie, but just like, you know, time and schedule gets in our way. I can't really do another play right now until Tootsie is done, but I, that's another one that's like in the, in the kitty ready to happen again. So, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're ready for it. My, uh, we're we're ready to unleash this again on the world and and jaws yeah like it's one of the best things that we've ever done and that we would love to do again and people are crazy I mean, people are crazy about jaws in the way that they're crazy about since they're crazy about bull durham but like jaws in particular is kind of a cult kind of feel to it yeah yo aj i'll send you some pictures of me as the chief Great. Okay. AJ and I are in the opening night when you're, and we hope that's not for five to six yeah. years, okay? But, you know, that you're still doing Tootsie. Now, lastly, if you could play one role, TV, movies, or Broadway, what would that role be and why? Oh, man. I mean, honestly, I feel like I'm not a guy that's like, a, I've got all these roles in my back pocket. I would just love to play. It would be something brand new in something cool by some great director that, you know, is like making some cool movie. Like, it's, I've just done a Broadway musical. I would love to do a big, fancy film with, you know, like a, a Darren Aronofsky, a Spielberg, a, you know, someone like that. Like, some kind of crazy, great, like, you know, that, that kind of thing. Like, whatever, like, I don't know what it is because it hasn't been written yet, maybe. So that's like, you know when you see it. That's interesting because over the course of, I guess, 11 years yes, now doing it, we've yeah. had many Broadway yeah. actors, and I think it's almost even split between something that hasn't been written yeah. and in, uh, the Marlon Brando role in Streetcar and, and, and Desire. Right. It's like an even split. Or do Macbeth on a trapeze. Oh, that, right. That's, you know. I'm trying yeah. to think of what would be the best show to do on the, the trapeze. Now it's like I've been. Uh, that's how right, bad. Now, my, now, now you've got this going to bother you for a week. It will be bothering me for a week. Yeah. The Jungle Book. 
it's honestly it's it's something draws. that most things would ever be possible to be done on a trapeze. If you're like, this cannot be done on stage, that's best for trapeze. I've got, something who's, like, uh, who's afraid of Virginia like Woolf? Men in Black, Inner Space. <laughs> something that involves crazy, yeah. crazy stuff that you can't do on a stage normally. That would be the way. Yeah. See, I'd go for Poltergeist or... Okay. or Yes, you're thinking the right direction. Okay. Right. Poltergeist, and there's one other one that just I had Go in my head, and I just lost it. No, no. Ghostbusters, uh, I like that, but that was on the same trail. Story. That was on the it's same never, thought Well, process. now it's huge yeah. because of uh, Stranger Things, but yeah, yeah, that would be good, right, too. Right. But, uh, yeah. No, I, I think Poltergeist would be pretty cool. Uh, that, that I could see. You know, go into <laughs> the light, and who, you know, yeah, I yeah. Could, did that. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, yeah. let's make that happen. Yeah. Give me a call. We'll talk shop here. Yeah, maybe I can train. I love it. All right, John. So tell people where they can get tickets. Tell them when it's playing. I saw it. It is unbelievably funny. It's a great time. It's a great night on Broadway or a great afternoon. Lots of fun. Tell them where they can get tickets. Great. You can go to TootsieMusical.com. Tootsie is running in perpetuity. It's a great, great, great funny show. We're on every night but Thursday. So come Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. We're there for you. TootsieMusical.com and... Uh, and man, it 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 is uh, it is a great time. You you will not. It's the kind of show that I've been most pleased to bring anyone I know to because everybody likes it at least a little. I've got a lot of family that you know don't love a weird theater show, but they love Tootsie Musical. So this uh, Tootsie Musical is really like a crowd pleaser in all the right ways. And where can people catch up with you on social media? Uh, you can find me at John Bellman, J O H N. E-H-L-M-A-N-N on Instagram and on Twitter. You can go to fighterflighttheater.com if you want to read more about Jaws. And, uh, yeah, you can find me in, on all the – just search for my name. You'll find me. There's an H before the L. Just remember that. Awesome, John. Thanks for time tonight. Thanks for a great night in the theater. I truly enjoyed the show. And Thanks so much. Glad to have you. And, I'm, I, you know, I'm happy to come back and talk sports sometimes, too, <laughs> especially if you uh, – you want to get me back in here during basketball and football season? I've got a lot of things to say. Okay, <laughs> for sure. And, and trust me, because I will keep in touch with you. Because I, AJ and I are going to be at the opening of Poltergeist, uh, the Flight of Flight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be a great co-production with us. You got it. All right, John. Thanks a lot, John Bellman. All right, currently, here's you got it. Currently appearing on Broadway. Like I said, definitely go see it.